0: Hello, my name is Paul Thaler. I'm Brian Libby. And this is Everyday Engineering. Today we're going to be talking about project development. <music> Have you ever started or got on a project with a specific goal set in mind and then all of a sudden had that tragically derailed or comically derailed depending on the situation? Yep. <laughs> I think Brian knows exactly where I want to go with this.
1: Yes, I do. All right.
0: Well, basically, I'm going to outline a situation for you. You get on a project. You have an idea in mind. You have your goal in mind. You know what you want to do. You want to do it as cheap as possible. You want to do it as fast as possible. You start working, and then all of a sudden, one little thing changes, and it spirals out of control. You were told one thing, and upon inspection, you very quickly realized that what you were told was completely and utterly false.
1: Yeah, we went into this not knowing what we were getting in. What we knew, we thought we knew what we were getting into. Yeah, not being the case.
0: So, basically, we're, we we undertook this project—a two thousand GMC C thirty five hundred pickup truck. It's a utility box, eight foot bed, short cab, V eight. Pickup truck, single rear wheel. For, yeah, single rear axle, which is actually very strange for a thirty five hundred.
1: Yeah, it's very uncommon. That's why they're so. uh But it's it's great because it's the
0: fourteen bolt so it's really strong. Yeah, and take it's a full floater.
1: We take whatever we put. Together.
0: Exactly, but anyway, um this truck had been used as the company runaround vehicle for the better half of ten years, and uh, uh
1: what was it, two thousand fifteen? Two thousand um, September fifteen, September ish. September fifteenth, two thousand. It's September. <laughs> Brian, Brian remembers
0: the day he memorialized it on Instagram. Was I, it?
1: It wasn't on Instagram. I had made a um, a separate post about it. Not a separate post, but um, I made. I just made a little thing about it. Maybe Paul posted in the. Uh, <laughs> Brian memorialized the. <laughs> if you guys give me one, if guys give one moment, I will find the exact day. I'm not sure if I'm <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure it's the fifteenth, but anyway,
0: uh, on that day the truck was officially pronounced dead, or was that the day that, that was it the day started that having the issue?
1: September twenty sixth. But yeah, that was the day that it started having the issue.
0: Was the fifteenth?
1: Yeah, it wasn't pronounced dead until around the twenty
0: sixth, like you just said.
1: No, the twenty sixth is when it had the issue. It wasn't oh, okay. originally pronounced, uh, like officially pronounced dead until like late October.
0: Oh. Okay, so my timeline gap's a little bit off. But anyway, this truck had been, how how would you say neglected in a a kind way?
1: It was neglected to the point where you had to put oil in it to just get rid of the lifter tick because nobody put oil in it because it burned whatever it had off. And so you pour a quart of oil in of whatever you had laying around to keep the engine properly lubricated.
0: This this truck (laughs) failed to get an oil change for 30,000 miles?
1: Thirty thousand miles at least well you well, f- you got the new truck in what oh seven, how many miles did it have on it then? It was the spring of two thousand eight, it had like hundred and thirty four thousand miles on it so so from there on out, basically almost
0: it had maybe two yeah, and the the second oil change, or third depending, I'm not entirely sure, came after it died, yeah,
1: um, <laughs> so this basically truck got a whole tune up once yeah the motor. Had to issue You know, every,
0: everything that I had said it had been needing for like a year or two, it got done after it already died. Yeah. To try and figure out why it died. And yep. do, do you
1: remember what the diagnosis was? The diagnosis was basically a GM tech because said person working on it wasn't the smartest. We're not naming names. No. Basically had to have a GM tech at, come out and give the truck a colonoscopy because he couldn't figure out the issue. When, you know, he decided to throw... Parts, Lots of money and parts at it, like $1,500 just to pronounce it. Oh, yeah. poters. Yeah. So that's how that one. So after that, truck came back to the yard, and it sat. And I came and stripped the parts out of it one day, because I originally wanted to buy it. Yeah. Because it was going to be my first truck originally. I wanted it to be my first truck or whatever. Would have been a fun Um, first truck. What?
0: Would have been a fun first truck.
1: Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to by people who told me I wasn't. Yeah, it was there, uns- there's a
0: list that we're not going to name, but it, anyway, it, it's not
1: that I'm mad about. I really don't
0: Basically, care. the truck was deemed unsafe to be
1: driven by me. Yeah, at the time, and I I don't blame them. So, I mean, now we're doing what we want to do. We had this we had this whole thing planned out since November. Of yeah, 15, pretty much after it died, <laughs> and when we first gave the idea, we were told no, no. and come so- around to.
0: November of 2017, we were given the green light. Yeah, it's basically how it happened because absolutely nothing happened to that truck in those months between. Besides,
1: there. more parts getting taken off of it yeah. than you can think.
0: So basically, the truck was the parts were taken out of the truck and put into other trucks to continue making those trucks run. However, both those trucks went to crap pretty quick. Well. No. Well, okay. One of those trucks went to crap pretty quick, which is also the one that got most of the parts from the truck. Yeah. So now we took our. Now seat that back we're out. building the, the truck, we're starting to take the parts that we put on that truck and put them back in this truck.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't really the um. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna get into this. Yeah, we're,
0: yeah, exactly. But anyway, basically, the the diagnosis was what a bent rod. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's just let's just say this: we pulled the valve cover off, and very. Very, very quickly realized that a bent rod was not the case. Like yeah. anybody with half an eye would have saw that it did not bend a rod. No. As a matter of fact, it dropped the rod a, a, a valve. It dropped a valve, which then kissed the piston. And uh, long story short, if it would have had a new cylinder head slapped on it, that thing would have kept on running.
1: Oh yeah, easily.
0: I mean, it had zero compression. Like I was able to spin the motor over by hand, like but just still. grabbing the belt. But that's besides the point.
1: The truck still moved.
0: W- what ended up happening was. We went in expecting there to be a bent rod, so we went in with the intentions of rebuilding the engine, reusing all the the upper parts, like so everything on the top end would be reused. well,
1: not being the case,
0: yeah, that changed very quickly, and that's generally what happens with projects yep you you go in expecting. One oh, thing. this is going to be easy, you know. Well, I have a game plan. This is exactly what's going to do, and then you're freaking blindsided because the last idiot didn't know what he was doing.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> a- I, I He's certified, but you know, I,
0: I name, I, I'm not naming names, but I'm naming names. Yeah. <laughs> Adding but, them. <laughs> basically, what ended up happening was a simple, relatively inexpensive project very quickly started stacking up. Piles of cash to reach the same goal that we had planned for when we started.
1: Now, now, granted, this company is going to be this not this company. Okay, this truck's going to become a work truck again. Yeah. So it's not like it's, it's you're not going to. It's not like it's
0: anymore. being wasted because it's making the truck reliable still. Yeah. Like you know, and the thing is, you can kind of justify the cost in that the company needs a backup truck. Mm-hmm. As of right now, there all the vehicles are accounted for. So, mm-hmm. if any vehicle breaks down, there is no backup truck. Where in years past, there were one or two trucks that could be used as backup vehicles for f- situations where other trucks, like the primary vehicles, broke down. Mm-hmm. That's not the case right now. With this truck being repaired and going back out on the road, it makes sense economically to have this truck fixed for, let's just do a ballpark $3,000 versus. Another truck going down catastrophically, and you needing to drop fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars on a brand new truck.
1: Yeah, at least you have this for the I meantime. Not... Exactly. Granted, we e- do, we have replaced two trucks in the past year, so yes. we're we're gonna be okay for a long time coming. Exactly. But Link. it's just that one truck that that one guy uses basically. That's like, oh, what if?
0: Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there's two. Yeah. There's two that are questionable, and. uh it's not so much that they're questionable. Well, one one's questionable just due to a sheer lack of maintenance. The other one's questionable just due to the sheer
1: amount of miles that are on it. But anyway, yeah. it's just it's the what if, right? Yeah. It's, and I mean, either way, this truck's gonna get used throughout the summer, either by yeah, exactly. Me it'll, or still be, other person it'll still be it'll
0: still be used. So it's not like it's just going to sit there.
1: Yeah, no. It'll it's be gonna be used. used. It's gonna be like oh, like I'll use this, and then like oh, another guy needs a truck. All right, you can take this one. I'll use my personal vehicle for a while.
0: But. Getting back on topic. Yeah. You started the project We you had a goal in mind. You started working and, you know, very quickly you realized, okay, well, that's definitely not going to work with the way that we were informed that it should. Yeah. Okay. So now you start having, you know, money start to pile up. So you get to a point where you have to start making uh cost decisions, cost analysis benefits to try and refrain and retain some of your original budget. Yeah. Now, my very... Very, very first budget for this was $3,000, like way, 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 way back in the beginning.
1: Like, this is when we first found out we were allowed to do it, and we yeah. drew up, you know, what we were planning on doing and whatnot. And, uh, then... and I started slicing that budget down to around
0: $1,000. Mm. After about six hours pulling the engine out of the truck, that budget went right back up to $3,000. <laughs>
1: Well, because, not so much pulling it out. Okay, it I'm sorry. Pulling... Stripping
0: everything off of the block.
1: Yeah. Once we got the valve cover... Once I got the valve cover off for the passenger side and realized, all right, well... I don't even think it was that. I think it was when I hooked the pressure tester up to the spark plug
0: and it just went...
1: Oh, that too.
0: Because I think the valve cover was still on at that point. Mm-hmm. So at that point we sort of realized oh this is much worse than we had originally thought yeah however the truck still ran which actually i'll probably splice in a sound clip right here of it starting And from that sound clip, you could kind of hear that the it's not healthy, so to speak. It sounds you, like when it's... You can tell there's something a little bit off,
1: you know? Yeah, and when we tell you what it is, you'll 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 understand when you hear the video and everything.
0: But basically, from that, you know, we understood that what we were getting into, sort of. Mm-hmm. And from that, we had to pull certain things out of the budget. So what we had originally budgeted for, we had to change a little bit. So, you know, it didn't get... New exhaust because that had to get cut out to pay for, say, the stock valve in the head. Yeah, it didn't get new cats for the same reason. Yep. A lot of the sensors are being reused. I had originally budgeted for a new injection spider assembly to to put the fuel into the engine. I'm still on the fence about that. Like, it's it's a big enough pain to get to that I think it would be worth it to still replace it while we have it apart.
1: I think we should just replace it while it's apart, but it's really just a hit or a miss.
0: Exactly. But anyway, in doing this, you have to, on projects, make budgeted decisions based on events that come up, things you don't know, everything like that. That's why it's called a budget. But you still have to stay somewhat to that budget while you're working on your project. It's so like, you know, if you tell a client, oh, it's going to be, you know, $150,000 to update this plant. If you all of a sudden come back and it's three quarters of a million dollars, uh, you got big problems. If it's still around $150,000, you are usually okay, especially if you come in a little bit under what you had budgeted for. Right. And so that's always better because that's money back in their pocket, mm-hmm. and that makes them happy. But anyway, in doing this and and working through things like this, you also – sort of end up developing new skill sets right you know we've never done this before yeah we exactly we've never
1: pulled an engine out of a vehicle before and, and completely torn it down to a bare block
0: yeah and and that's with any project like you know working on a plant you know if something comes up that you hadn't originally intended on and you don't know how to do it you're gonna learn as you go right and that's kind of what we're doing. We're sort of learning as we go how to do this because I gonna have be... no
1: clue what I'm doing. Yeah, me neither. I and mean, we're going to have lots I of have... bugs that we're going to have to work out.
0: The mm. both, the two of us have a general
1: idea how to do it. It's just we've never actually taken it on to ourselves before. Yeah.
0: So it's the learn-as-you-go mentality. Yeah. And it sort of comes out of necessity, much like how needing it comes out of necessity. But the thing that's nice is preempting this and doing this now before it's needed would be bring back and pull back sort of like that rush to get it done. And that's the same with any project. Mm. If you're preempting a, a, a systems update, you're doing it before anything fails. That way you can push everything around when you're not at your peak and you can work around that and schedule it. So that, that way it doesn't come as a total blindside and then you end up having to go and spend extra to get it done fast or a rush job or just buy something entirely new. Yeah, You, you plan for this. You You... Strategically outline exactly what you want to do, mm. and then you execute it in the most efficient manner possible before anything actually happens. Right. Do you think I missed anything, Bray?
1: Is there d- anything you want to add? Um. <laughs> plan ahead. Don't expect what you want to ex- Don't expect. Ex- okay. Expect the unexpected because you never know what might come out of what you're trying yeah. to accomplish.
0: Okay. And I mean, that's our luck. Like, it's just—I w- w- kind of thought to myself it would be too easy if this was the case. Yeah. But, generally speaking, don't go off of what others say. Verify.
1: You never know until you're actually looking at it for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Diagnosing for yourself. Verify, because
0: I could tell you this right now. That rod was still
1: straight. Yeah. All the rods are still straight. But you the know. bearings were worn to hell.
0: Yeah. But that engine still ran.
1: It had two hundred eight thousand miles, and
0: it kept on f-ing going. Two hundred eight thousand seven hundred and like ninety three, or something like that.
1: You yeah, know, that motor was high miles. But it high took miles,
0: m- it's. I know every time I drove that truck, I pretty much drove it with my foot to the floor. I'm pretty sure everybody else did as well. That
1: truck was driven, and it. was I mean, it was a fast hard. truck.
0: Like yeah, it, no, it, it didn't weigh much, and it was pretty quick.
1: It moved. It still moved.
0: It moved with seven cylinders. It was still pretty quick.
1: That truck moved, you
0: know. I can't believe we took it on was... a
1: public road. That truck. <laughs> <laughs> we took it on a public road with
0: cords showing on one of the tires. Like, they was, this truck should not have been driven on the street, period. It
1: had cords showing on the rear tires. <laughs> the driver's
0: door, door didn't latch. So there was no seat in it. I was driving in a lawn
1: chair, all right? <laughs> it was so ghetto, it was, but so, it was so worth it.
0: <laughs> but the looks we got, because it just sounded so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, Paul, if you want to throw a picture up, too, okay. of uh, the exhaust on that.
0: Okay.
1: It's, well, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, so, project development. You start your project, you have a goal in mind. Things change, things happen. You have to work around them, stay within budget, work through it, learn new skills if you need to, adapt and survive.
1: Yep. I think that's all we have to talk about today. Yeah, no, it's a pretty easy day. Uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy your day, and uh, hopefully, wherever you are, if you're on the East Coast like us, you know, Northeast, uh, pray for warm weather.
0: Exactly, it's been really cold here. Yeah.
1: Alright, I'm Paul Taylor. I'm Brian Libby. This
0: is Everyday Engineering.
1: Take it easy. See you later.